My name is Dave. And my name's Craig. And Craig, I hear that you're a quack shot. A quack shot? Yeah, yeah, you, you mercilessly murdered ducks. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Apart from when they duck. Everybody and welcome to No More Sages, a show where we pick one game for each year and kind of look how gaming has evolved through time. Specifically this year in 1991 where Sega released Quackshot on the Genesis or Mega Drive depending on, you know, where your parents were when you were born. Um, Crank. Yes. This is a big one for me. Uh this one I spent a ton of time with as a kid. Do you have any history with this one? Yeah, this was one of the ones that I ha actually have on the Mega Drive, and I thoroughly enjoyed it at the time. I booted it up this time, and all of those fuzzies came back straight away. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I spent an inordinate amount of time with it, but enough enough to feel good. Um, I, I, I don't remember exactly when I got it, because, you know, you're a kid, things just appear. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say it was fairly close to when I got my Genesis, which was close to launch, if I remember right. Uh, I was, I remember being insanely proud of beating this as a kid. Um, going back and playing it today, I don't quite have those same feelings <laughs> of pride that I did as a kid. Um, first off, we do recognize, thanks to Wikipedia, that there's a Sega Saturn version. However, that is just kind of a re-release of the Genesis. I would have been cool if maybe, you know, they had redone it with voices or whatever, but no. Yeah. It's no biggie. Um, okay, so Quackshot is a game starring Donald Duck, as it says, after the cute little opening. Um, you're basically treated to a side-scroller shooter slash adventure game slash platformer? Yeah, that sounds about right. It's more than just, obviously, a 2D platformer. So, yeah, a, sh a shooter a adventure game kind of... Fits the bell. Yeah, with, with, <laughs> yeah, mild platforming bits. Um, the first thing that really strikes you is the sprites are ginormous mm -hmm. in this game. I, I don't remember them being this big. They are huge. No, I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh my god. He's ha he's half the size of the screen. Um, what's going on? It's totally and utterly bizarre. Like, a kid brain Craig did not notice this at all. Although I wouldn't have been thinking about it. No, yeah, I, I never really checked out the main character sprite ratio to the background mm. as a kid. But, um, like, that in and of itself... First off, um, this being a Disney game, Disney games kind of have a reputation for being well animated. This is kind of well animated. Yeah. I like, the, the, the walk cycle looks really nice and everything looks cool. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I would ding it on would be the enemies. The enemies are almost cardboard cutouts. Yeah, they're, they're a wee bit... They do have some nice animations, like when you plunger them and they, they get stunned. They do have a little jiggle, which is quite nice. But, uh, yeah, not not the best. Um, I do like the cactuses. The ca well, well, the cactuses... 
The king. Yeah. Sorry, you say cactuses, and my brain jumps immediately to like the Mario cactuses. I'm like, wait, not those <laughs> cactuses. Um, yeah, I like I like the 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 big goofy bats with like Goofy's face on them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cute. Um, the the giant sprites, however, does lead to some problems when you go back and play this. Um, things appear on the side of the screen really fast, yeah. and they constantly shoot as soon as they appear. Oh yeah, they, it becomes a game of shooting as you run and just yes, firing plungers off because the plungers will hit enemies that are out with the screen. I don't know how far, but definitely if they're completely out of screen, you can still plunger someone and run. But oh, see when you get two or three enemies lined up in a row, you have to plunger the first and then very, very tentatively get past them to plunger the second before you get shot. It is, it's odd. Like, I get the plunger. It just would have made more sense if you shot them with bullets and they fell over and dead. Um, I would play that Disney game. I don't think <laughs> Disney would make that game. Um, there are multiple weapons, of course. There are mm-hmm. the bubble gun and the popcorn shooter. Um, popcorn shooter being just the spread shot from Contra. It's just... Uh, but they all have limited ammo, so you have to be... Now, see, here's the thing, Craig. This mm-hmm. is This is... My problem. I was about to say, so you have to be careful with how you use it. But this game is dead easy. Yeah. Like, dead easy. Um. So, there's my question. Did you enjoy yourself playing this at all? Uh, yeah, a, a wee bit. Not, not, not as much as a kid. And I did yeah. think, oh, wow, this is easier than I remember. And... Played, played a couple of levels, and yeah, I, I got some nice kind of like, oh, I remember this being really good. So it wasn't, there was no bitter taste to it, so the, the, the realisation that it's a doddle didn't hurt it, uh, just didn't help it. <laughs> I, out of curiosity, where did you get to? I finished uh, Transylvania. Oh, I, I didn't go that far, so I got through the first level into, is it Egypt you go to next? And then going um, back to Duckburg... It, it's it's not is is it Egypt or is it like I don't some place in South America? Oh, it could be yeah, it could be some place in South America. I yeah the uh, we we should Wait. Uh, probably you want to explain the way that works. Basically, right? Okay, so, what the way countries work or the way the game works? Yeah, yeah, the way uh, <laughs> political borders work and all <laughs> right. the fraught so, details. Uh, the game itself. It's structured, or it, it gives the appearance of being structured like a normal 2D platformer where you've got an, a map and different points on the map, but you can travel between them. So you plug a wee kind of flag down at the end of the level. You can summon a plane that Huey, Dewey, and Louie are flying, and you can travel between locations. So this presents itself in kind of like gating different parts of the level. The first one time it happens, you have to get a key, that you go back to Duckbird to your butler to get Duckberg to your butler to get a key to go back to unlock another thing and then it turns out you need something from somewhere else. So it does become a wee bit of an adventure game to try and figure out where everything is. And it it's kinda nice. It's like a nice structure to a game rather than just going level one one, level one, two, level one three, boss. Like I I kinda I like that adventure side to it. Um, yeah, like, uh, I, I, first off, uh, a bit of a correction, it is Mexico! Ah, uh, it's close. Um, 
you go to Egypt later. That's what threw me off. I'll we'll go uh, with that. Uh, so I think the adventure bits are a bit of a pace killer, right? I mean, naturally, I would think that because, you know, adventure games. But mm-hmm. I, I think it adds that cool layer of exploration, almost like a Metroidvania does without a buttload of backtracking. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you go to uh, Mexico and you're like, I can't get in. And they say, hey, go talk to the guy. So you go back. And then you have to figure out that little puzzle, which I still remembered. Sun, moon, and star. I still remembered that, Craig. Um, to stop it from squishing you. Because I got stuck there a lot as a kid. Because <laughs> I didn't read things. What are you doing? You're nuts. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a nice little wrinkle in a game that otherwise would be super... Forgettable. Mm-hmm. Now I that think, being said, oh god, I do get what you're meaning about pace because if you if you took that out, you would it would be a nice breezy, easy platformer that looks kind of nice. You know, it wouldn't be this kind of quirky, we not quirky because it's not too quirky, but it's it's just more interesting this way. Yeah, it's and, a wrinkle. Yeah. I um. Now that being said, though. Like, it's not like the other Disney just simple platformer games are bad either. Like, for example, like Castle of Illusion. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's a bad game. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just because of the slow pace. Because even when you're dashing in this game, you are not exactly uh, getting yeah. up and going. It's really, really... Unless you get... There's another mechanic to it, which uh, is like your angry level or something... And you yeah, chili up, peppers. You pick up chilies, you get angry enough, you start, it's your kind of invincibility sprinting mode, and then you are hoofing it at a fair pace for a wee while. It's great. Oh, yeah, you get through half a half of Duckburg <laughs> yeah. very quickly that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the run button almost felt useless because his legs seem to go faster, but it doesn't run as fast as what you think he should be. Yeah, he's got that like uh, cartoon on Greece, yeah. just kind of hoofing it and then going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of interesting game mechanics, as you progress in the game, you get different color plungers. So your your base pump, 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 yeah. your base plunger, you just hit somebody in the face and they're like, "Oh God, this has been in the toilet," and then they fall over dead. Um, later on, you get some like green plungers. And they can stick the wall and have springs so you can basically make your own platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not used wonderfully. Like, it's not an exploratory type game. It's very much a, oh, there is a wall where I can see the top. I guess I have to go up there. Um, I can't say it rewarded any kind of exploration. But I do have a very dumb, 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 dumb thing to bring up to you, Craig. Oh, no. One of the health items is a turkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. Ducks don't eat turkey, as far as I'm aware. How'd you know? I tried inviting one to Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, it, it just sat there and looked at us the entire time. What is, are you thinking because it's sauce. a bulb? Yeah. But, I mean, ducks are half fish. This is true, and yeah. fish love turkey. Yeah. Like, ducks are semi-submersible animals. They are... Semi-submersible. They are. They are. I've, ne- I've never heard that used to describe an animal. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's like it's an ATV or something. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, you know, maybe maybe it's the fish side of a duck that likes turkey. What, what's going on? What's already? What is going on? Um, what's going on is that we played Crackshot, and it's a fairly enjoyable little Donald of a game, but it doesn't necessarily lend itself to extreme uh, analysis. Not that we've ever done that before. Um, so, Craig, mm-hmm. uh, we have 12 minutes in the can. Yeah. And that's Quackshot. Yeah, I think the thing, one of the things I thought about this that might have been nice is it's got that kind of Aladdin charm about it where it's just, it might be nice for the kids to play or it's it's just a nice wee thing. Um, I actually did, did get my daughter to try it, and my okay. daughter is 17, so well outside the range of this mm-hmm. game. But even she was like, yeah, it's fun, it's just kind of kiddie, that's all. Yeah. Did you like, like you mentioned it, did you, did you like um, Castle of Illusion? The original, no. The remake, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I quite enjoyed uh, the remake that they did for, during the PS3. Era. Yeah. Um, thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, did you like the original? No, I didn't like the original. I liked the remake because I'd like parrot. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm right with you. Well, see, the original didn't have the voice of Sully as a narrator, and uh, that's its problem. Um, yeah, but I mean, as a even as a let's say young teen, so thirteen, like Disney games were always something to pay a ton attention to. Mm-hmm. And th- but there was a weird cutoff, like, and I don't, I can't place it of like, oh, this is the age I was where I didn't care about Disney games anymore. Yeah. Um, I want to say it was PS One ish era. Yeah, that- because I remember still playing like Emperor's New Groove and Toy Story. But after mm-hmm. that, I mean, so so there's a good question, Craig. Mm-hmm. Do licenses as a kid really only matter if you like the license? Like, once I stopped caring about Disney movies, I kind of stopped caring about Disney games. Oh. Yes. I think you might... Like, even... uh, I'm trying to think, even as an adult, I really don't... I can't think of any really fantastic examples of applying this to myself. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the problem. Most yeah. of the licensed games that we bother playing now are phenomenal, like a Batman or a Spider-Man. Yeah, you yeah. know, they're just good games anyway. But can you remember when the last time you cared about a licensed game was? Oh God, no, I can't, can't honestly, can't think. Maybe the Hot Wheels game. Wow, that doesn't come to mind when I think license. But yeah, you're you're right. Like, I guess Hot Wheels would count. Yeah. Think, Which well, Hot Wheels game? I'm sorry. The latest one's actually, it came highly recommended. And it's actually, oh, really? it's like a Hot Wheels skinned track mania type thing. So the cars all stick to the road. It's got great drift, drift mechanics, but they all look like tiny wee Hot Wheels cars. They've all got all the etching and the words on them and stuff like that. It's like really cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But maybe that's, that's not a licensed game, I suppose, in terms of what you're you're saying. It's not like it's the Buzz Lightyear a game. Media license, yeah. yeah. So no, I can't think the last time anything anything like that kind of piqued my interest. Because now I've done that full wraparound where it's like, yeah, I don't care. I'll play Little Mermaid on NES. What else? <laughs> um, okay, so instead of us wasting your time, 
uh, we are going to cut it off here with the end of the show. And the end of the show always involves a question, Craig. Mm-hmm. Now, um, due to circumstances, it's been a while since we recorded, and I can't remember what the question was we were going to answer at the end of every episode, but I'm going to go with my gut and say, would you like a remaster of this? But here's my wrinkle. This is kind of not a game many would really want a remaster of. Would you buy a Disney collection with this included? Oh, yeah. Yeah, easy. See, a Disney collection of ports. This is this is my thing now. See if I could get, like, the Sonic collection. If I could get a collection that goes on the PlayStation that I can sit on my sofa and play with my PS controller and it just is there, I'll, I'll buy that collection. I'll, I will get a Disney collection. I would buy an Earthworm Jim collection. I would just go... Uh, I don't know why Earthworm Jim was the next thing that came up there, but let's go. Yeah, that is a little weird. Yep. Uh, Ducks eat worms. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. That's the connection. Um, So, yeah, I think I would. Would you? Yeah, I would. Yeah, if they had, like, a Mega Drive, kind of like they did the Disney Afternoon thing, if it was the Mega Drive Disney collection, yeah, I'd probably pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think this is worth playing in 2022, just, like, load it up in an emulator and sit down and play it i would have to say no no yeah okay like like it's a fun jaunt but there's really no reason to go back to it from where i'm sitting which is in my chair hmm. um i i agree with you wholeheartedly I, it's about i was just like oh right that's that done i wouldn't I, yeah. you, could, you couldn't in good faith say to someone that it's worth going to the effort of trying to play it because it's not yeah, and I mean, like, here's the, behind the curtain a little bit. Uh, generally, we record these in batches, like we said. And most times when we're getting ready to record, we'll be like, ah, what was the dud this one for you? And Quackshot wasn't enough to be a dud. Like, mm-hmm. it's not bad. We do have a dud coming up. But it, it it's just, it's inoffensive. It's just there. So, yeah, maybe you have a young kid that's a fan of Donald Duck and you don't feel like playing anything from after 1994. There you go. Quack shot. Starring Donald Duck. You know what? That was a terrible Donald Duck, but I appreciate the effort. I tried my best. You put yourself out there. I like that. All right. So next time, Craig, what are we going to be talking about next time, which will hopefully spark a little more conversation? Next time, we are talking about Shin Megami Tensei. In which I made a boner of a boneheaded thing but we'll talk about that next week sorry for a bit of the um low-key episode but hey that's video games for you um thank you very much for listening and we have a website if you would like to suggest a game or you want to just give us a heads up or whatever so we will catch you next time where me and craig make a pact with demons Woohoo! all right 